0: Welcome back to another episode of Arnold's Pump Club. I always hear people telling me I motivated them. And I have to tell you, it's one of my favorite things in the world. And it's part of what I love about sharing my new book, which is called Be Useful. It's heaven to hear that I have an impact. But motivation will only take you so far. It is wonderful to feel all pumped up. But if that's all it takes, people wouldn't fall off the wagon. To harness that motivation, you need to build a routine. Today, I want to share how I start every day to help you understand the role routines play in my life. But I want to mention something important to keep in mind. You need discipline until your routine is so automatic that you never think about it. Because once you start thinking, your mind will fight with itself. Today, my routine is easy for me to follow, but it wasn't always that way. You might think, Arnold, you're just naturally motivated. But the truth is that anything new can be challenging until you make it a habit that feels automatic. The part of you that wants to sit still lives in us all. And it will tell the motivated part that you can start tomorrow. The only way to silence that is by removing those thoughts with simple behaviors that guide you like a machine to start your day. That's why when I wake up, there's never any question about what I am doing. Each morning, I make the coffee and feed the dogs and whiskey and Lulu. While I drink my coffee, I check my emails and read a couple of newspapers. And as soon as my coffee is finished, I ride my bike to the gym and exercise, and then I eat breakfast. That's the first time of the day that I I let myself start thinking. It's been like this throughout my life, although not always with so many animals. But having that spark of motivation wasn't what created my success. It was my routine. The next time you get stuck, focus first on simple habits. You can make a routine. Once you do that, you might find the motivation comes much easier. Now, let's talk about nutrition over the past year, we've shared the seemingly endless benefits of creatine from helping with strength and muscle to improving brain health. But there might be one thing it doesn't do. A recent review found that creatine does not help boost endurance. The scientists reviewed 13 studies focusing on creatine use and some type of endurance performance ranging from VO2 max to time trials. And they found that the creatine didn't do much to increase aerobic capacity, but it didn't have a negative impact either. In other words, if you enjoy running and cardio, creatine likely won't negatively impact you, but it's not doing much to make you better either. And when you consider all of the additional health benefits from lean muscle to cognitive health, it's hard to argue against creatine. However, if you are an endurance athlete, it's possible that using the supplement wouldn't be worth your time. If you're worried about safety, despite the myths of the early 90s, creatine is safe to use. It is produced naturally in your body and doesn't damage your kidneys. In fact, in one study... Um, Megadose of creatine. I'm talking about 30 grams per day. Taken over five years was found to have no harmful effects on health. Sticking to nutrition. What if we told you there was a simple way to help you eat up to 900 fewer calories per day without cutting out an entire food group like carbs? Research suggests a surprising variable might influence how much you eat, and your ability to control your appetite. Scientists found that food texture, the hardness or softness of a food, significantly influences how much you eat in a meal. The study investigated the link between food texture, processing, and daily energy intake. It turns out that when processed foods are easier to chew, you're more likely to consume more of them. The scientists compared four different types of food Hard and soft variations of both unprocessed and ultra-processed foods. Each meal's calories were equal, meaning all four groups had the same calorie content. But participants were allowed to eat as much or as little as they wanted based on their hunger and fullness. The ultra-processed soft food options led to the most overeating followed by unprocessed soft, unprocessed hard foods, and then, somewhat surprisingly, ultra-processed hard foods. As we've discussed, prior studies show that people overeat ultra-processed foods. This research doesn't change that reality, but many foods fit into the ultra-processed category. So while you want to limit the ultra-processed food you consume, The texture also contributes to how much you eat. People who ate soft, ultra-processed foods consumed an average of 900 more calories than those with hard, ultra-processed foods. When you eat harder foods, it helps you eat less, eat slower, spend more time chewing, and take smaller bites. While these variables are not what you think about when you eat, they have repeatedly been shown to help people consume fewer calories and feel fuller. Finally, let's discuss new fitness research. We all know exercise is good for us, but you likely don't realize how little you need to see benefits. Research suggests you can improve your mortality and help prevent cardiovascular disease with less than 3,000 steps per day. If you've been reading our newsletter or listening to this podcast, Uh, You know, we're big fans of walking because the science shows it has many benefits. And it's a great entry point for anyone trying to add movement. We've already debunked the 10,000-step rule and shared that anywhere from 7,000 to 9,000 steps per day appears to offer the most upside for supporting a longer lifespan. But this new study suggests that you can start seeing benefits at low levels of movement. The researchers reviewed the step counts of more than 110,000 people across 12 studies. They found that you could improve your mortality with as few as 2,600 steps per day and see cardiovascular health benefits such as fewer heart attacks and strokes with as little as 2,800 steps per day. Both outcomes continue to improve up to about 9,000 steps for mortality and 7,200 steps for cardiovascular health, which supports prior findings. So what does all this mean for you? It means you can control your health by simply moving more. Start small and you'll win big. And as the movement gets easier, every 1,000 steps you add up to about 9,000 steps per day will unlock more health benefits. That's it for today's episode. I created this podcast because I believe that fitness is for everyone. So I'm using the power of machines to help me deliver news, information, and support that will make you healthier. I am not a cybernetic organism. but I do have an important mission to build the positive corner of the internet and lift up the world. There's too much negativity online, and I want this podcast to give you the support you need to become a little bit better. I want to thank our editors-in-chief, Adam Bornstein and Daniel Kedgel, who helped me with this podcast and our daily newsletter, as well as our producers, Pen Name Consulting We value all your feedback, and the three of us are here to support you. If you enjoyed this podcast, please leave a review. We love hearing from you. Together, we have the strength to lift up the world.